Hello, and welcome to another edition of Raven's Circle, the radio show for pagan youth everywhere, and even their parents. I'm your host, Raven Moonshadow. I would like to welcome everyone back and thank all of you for tuning in today on Cauldron FM. We will be starting off today's episode with a short welcome ritual. To begin, put a pillow on the floor and in a clockwise direction, walk a full circle around the pillow, approximately three paces away. Then we will call the corners. So everyone stand up and face east. If you're unsure of which way is east, just think of where you would see the sun rise in the morning and face that direction. We'll follow by walking clockwise to face south, followed by west, and ending in the north. Ready? Go ahead and walk your circle, stopping once you've made it back to your starting point. Now, walking again, head over to your eastern point of the circle you just walked, face east. Repeating after me, say the following. Guardians of the east, the element of air, from the gentlest breeze to the strongest gusts of wind, we ask you to join us. Hail and welcome. Now facing south, guardians of the south, element of fire, from the fires that burn within our souls to the radiant warmth of the sun, we ask you to join us. Hail and welcome. Now going over to your western point. Guardians of the West, element of water, from the tiniest puddle to the largest ocean, we ask you to join us. Hail and welcome. You're walking over to your northern point. Guardians of the North, element of earth from the low valleys to the mightiest mountains we ask you to join us hail and welcome we call upon you O divine one you who dwells in each of us and all things we ask you to join us. Hail and welcome. Hail and welcome to all who have entered this sacred space. Now come sit on your pillow in the middle of the magic circle you've just cast and free your thoughts so that you may openly speak to your personal deity. Breathe in deeply for a count of five, one, two, three, 
four, five, and breathe out slowly. One, two, three, four, five. Breathe in. One, two, three, four, five, and breathe out. One, two, three, four, five. Breathe in. One, two, three, four, five, and breathe out. One, two, three, four, five. Now, speaking with whichever god or goddess comes to mind or that you favor, ask or send out energy to those you know may benefit or need it. Talk to your chosen god or goddess or do whatever comes to you while the music is playing. Let's first show our appreciation to the god or goddess you welcomed into your circle. Then we'll start in the northern point and working counterclockwise, west, south, and then ending in the east. We will also thank the elements for joining us. So stand up in the middle of your circle. Feel free to face to the north as you'll be walking the circle uh, again and once again, say the following, repeating after me. We thank you, Divine One, for your presence with us. May you continue to guide us on our journey through life. Hail and farewell. Now walking up to your northern point. Guardians of the North. Elemental Earth, thank you for joining with us. Hail and farewell. And move over to your Western point. Guardians of the West, Elemental Water, thank you for joining with us. Hail and farewell. Walking down to your Southern point. Guardians of the South, Elemental Fire, thank you for joining with us. Hail and farewell. Guardians of the East, Elemental Air, thank you for joining with us. 
Hail and farewell. Walk your circle counterclockwise one last time. Thank you all who came to sit with me. The circle is open but never broken. Stay if you will, go if you must, so mote it be. During the ritual, you were listening to Angel by Celia Ferran. You can check out more of Celia's music at www.celiaonline.com. Before we get any further, go ahead and gather up some paper, a pen or a pencil, and some crayons or markers so you can follow along with the activities for today's show. I'll go ahead, cue up some music, giving you time to get these things together. We'll be listening to Aphrodite and Pan by Kelliana. just joining us, you are listening to Raven Circle on Cauldron FM. Be sure to grab a pen or pencil, crayons, colored pencils or markers, and some paper so you can join in on the activities while the fun is still going on.
was Aphrodite and Pan by Kaliana from her CD, Lady Moon. For more of Kaliana, go to www.kaliana.com. Now, that song is one of my personal favorites. It always makes me think of summer, and I find myself dancing about all over the place. Well, speaking of summer, a very happy yet belated Letha to all of you. I hope you were all able to find a way to celebrate. With the coming of summer actually come the many pagan festivals around the world. And if you've never had an opportunity to attend such an event, they are a wonderful, wonderful way to meet like-minded people, find items for use in your practice of magic, and also to learn a great deal. It's also a fantastic way to spend a day. Now you can check online to see when a pagan festival might be coming to your area or somewhere close by. Now, should you happen to go to uh, a festival, number one, make sure you get your parents' permission. Um, and also, Check out what activities are going on. A lot of time the events activities are listed online and this will make it easier for you and your parents to plan your day accordingly and see what may be of interest to each of the members of your family that plan on going. Now, while you're there, you'll find a myriad of vendors selling anything from food to magical wares. If you happen to find yourself perusing different tables, try to resist the urge to just pick up an item to view it closer. Many of the items may be handmade and therefore are quite delicate in nature. The vendors also spend, you know, their time and their own money creating these things that, you know, that they're selling. So as a precaution, always ask the vendor at the table that you're visiting, if it's acceptable for you to handle their wares. It's also a good idea. Make sure you bring cash or coin. Not all vendors um, at an event such as a pagan festival will be set up to accept credit purchases. While you're there, check out the vast array of music. What a wonderful way to expand your horizons and hear the different types of music that move people. Um, some musicians that are there may be more local, while others have traveled a great distance. I know for a fact, once again this year, our local Pagan Pride Festival will be lucky enough to have an appearance by Frenchie and the Punk, whom you may have heard right here on previous episodes of Raven's Circle. So if you do get to a festival or two this year, make sure definitely take in all of the sites, but be mindful of your parents as well as the people around you. While these festivals and events can be incredibly welcoming, you do still need to be aware that there may be some not so friendly individuals. So stay safe and have fun. We're gonna move right into our correspondence journal keeping track of items and their meanings in a type of notebook or binder 
It's called a correspondence journal. There's a lot of books out there that will give you meanings of things and you can follow them to the T, but it's actually better if you use them as your starting point of reference. And then start observing and paying attention to what things actually say to you. If you write down how something's making you feel or the message you feel you're being given, then that item will become that meaning. And it's really the best meaning for you. Every person is different, just like the messages they get from things are different. So for this page to add to your correspondence journal, we're going to look at the color purple. Take out your sheet of paper, grab a purple marker or crayon, and go ahead and start coloring purple somewhere on the paper, making sure to leave room to write down some of the meanings. Whatever you're coloring, you can make it a shape. You can just scribble on your page. Just keep adding purple. Now you can also use different shades of purple, violet. I mean, this is your journal and you'll get out of your journal what you're putting into it. So somewhere on your paper, I want you to write the following three things. Spirituality, meditation, and divination. Spirituality, meditation, and divination. Spirituality, meditation, divination. So these three words that you've just written down are what books will tell you the color purple symbolizes. It doesn't need to stop there. And that doesn't mean that that's what the color purple has to mean to you. So I'm going to go ahead and play some music. While you're listening, continue looking at the color purple. Think about how it makes you feel and what it makes you think of. We'll be listening to This New Day by Kellyanna. From the darkness, day is dawning. In my darkest hour I seek the light All my pain and all my sorrow May it ease with this new day May my tears remain uncounted and I bid the goddess be my guide For where you lead, you know I'll follow At 
the dawning of this new day. At this crossroad, the way seems clouded, and I bid the goddess be my guide. Grant me grace and grant me vision at the dawning of this new day. May my strength and may my power lift me up and light my way. I seek faith and I seek wisdom at the dawning of this new day. At the dawning of this new day. At the dawning of this new day. That was This New Day by Kellyanna. Now, somewhere between how purple makes you feel and that textbook meaning of purple is really what that color means to you. Go ahead, take the paper, add it to your journal, and while you're going about day to day, see just how many times the color purple pops up. When you start noticing a pattern of things repeating themselves that involve that color, add that to the page in your journal. Eventually, you'll know just what the color purple means to you when you see it, when you think about it, or when you use it. In turn, this will put you more in touch with being able to read the world around you. So we are about halfway through today's program, and I think it's time to take a break. So while I get some music playing, feel free to stretch your legs, grab a snack, do whatever you need to do, and we will meet back here once the song is over going to introduce some new music to you today. It is The May Queen by Heather Dale. just joining us, you are listening to Raven Circle on Cauldron FM. Be sure to grab a pen or pencil, crayons, colored pencils or markers, and some paper so you can join in on the activities while the fun is still going on. Imagine my surprise. 
That was May Queen by Heather Dale. Welcome back. I hope you've had time to get some refreshment because now we're going to be moving into our next segment, the Deity Connection. The focus of this segment is to help you identify and connect with a chosen deity. To see that god or goddess as you see them and not as someone tells you to see them. A different god or goddess will be discussed and described each time. To make this interactive, once I've given you some background on the god or goddess, you will have the opportunity to draw him or her as you perceive them. This drawing with whatever notes you choose to write down can then be incorporated into your correspondence journal. Keep in mind, we will be covering a different god or goddess from different pantheons as not all people utilize or connect with the same gods or goddesses. For example, my greatest connection is with Celtic deities, but I have also been known to call upon and honor deities from Norse, Greek, and Egyptian pantheons. So as I describe the chosen god or goddess, write down the name. Yes, I will give you the spelling. And a few of the attributes or characteristics. This will help not only with identification, but also deepen your connection 
when we get to the illustrating part of the segment, don't be concerned with whether or not you're a good artist. Just, you know, just be concerned that, you know, the image comes to you. It's really what I want you to think about is just the image. In my youngest son's room, there is an art print of a mother goddess who has no face so that the perception of the goddess is left up to the person looking at her. And having that blank face or drawing your own rendition of a deity will not only deepen your connection, but can also personalize that particular deity to you. So this time around, we will look at the god, Cernunos, that's spelled C-E-R-N-U-N-N-O-S, Cernunos. Now, he is a Celtic god of fertility, life, animals, wealth, and the underworld. Let me give that to you again. He is a Celtic god of fertility, life, animals, wealth, and the underworld. And one last time for you, fertility, life, animals, wealth, and the underworld. Now, he was worshipped all over Gaul as well as in Britain. He is the horned god, depicted with antlers of a stag. Sometimes he's shown carrying a purse filled with coins. He's been described as a peaceful god of nature and fruitfulness. The horned god also reflects the changing of the seasons with the cycles of life, death, and rebirth. So basically, you're turning of the wheel. I also would like to mention that as he is the horned god, you may also hear him referred to by other names like Hearn, Pan, the Greenman, and others. So what I'm going to do right now is cue up some music. Go ahead and get your paper, your crayons, markers, colored pencils, get them ready, and begin drawing Sir Nunos as you see him, as you are imagining him in your head. Remember, there's no right or wrong version of how you draw him. And while your drawing might be different than someone else's, 
Both are correct and perfect for the individual that drew it. You will be listening to Hymn to Hearn by S.J. Tucker off of her CD, Blessings. You can say your prayers, work your rights, burn your little candles day and night. You can shimmy till dawn to the pounding drums, but you best be ready when the horn one comes, yeah. sound of a hunting horn you dance a ring in the gathering storm if the solstice time gets your panties in a while it's just the coming of the horn god he will call you out make you sweat give you if you're just joining us you are listening to raven circle on cauldron fm be sure to grab a pen or a pencil crayons, colored pencils or markers, and some paper so you can join in on the activities while the fun is still going on. Hunter who tracks outside of time, guardian lord of ancient rhyme, brother stag in the musky glen, god sword of the goddess in the woodland den, we call you night maybe even later in the great right he will call you out make you sweat give you a blessing that you'll never forget so revel in the chase and let your heartbeat run blessed are the children of the horned one blessed are the children of the horned one to the sound of a children of the horned one blessed are the children of the horned one blessed are the children of the horned one that was hymn to hern by the artist s.j tucker off of her cd blessings for more of her music, you can log on to www.skinnywhitechick.com. So how did your drawing of Sir Nuno's turn out? I bet it's just brilliant. If you haven't finished it, no worries. You can always take time after the show to finish up your drawing or do it at a later time. 
but do be sure to add this page to your correspondence journal so you'll always know where to find it. Well, now it's time for the divination corner. Everything you see can have a meaning or a message to you. In ancient times, the pagans used to use the messages and clues given from things they saw to tell them of things for the day as well as their future. This tradition has carried on throughout the ages and has come down to be known as divination. Divination is something that people do to find out what happened, what is happening, and what will happen in the future. Typically, if you're going to someone for a reading, by whatever method that they're using, this person is very skilled and has been trained in that area. You're never too young to learn divination or even start doing it yourself. And with a little help, you can begin your journey. Now, if you remember, the last show, we covered the first half of Freya's Ayat. So for today's show, we're going to round that out and discuss the second half of Freya's Ayat. Now, remembering that the goddess Freya is a goddess of love, pleasure, joy, and nurture, the runes from her group can be looked upon, keeping her characteristics in mind. Also, as a reminder, runic symbols are all straight-lined, so while they may look like certain letters of the alphabet, there is no curvature to the symbols themselves. Everything will be straight-lined. With that in mind, let's get out some paper, crayons, or pencils and learn about runes. The first rune we'll look at from Freya's Ayat is Winjo. It is spelled W U N J O. It looks very much like a capital letter P. Go ahead, draw this rune on your paper. A symbol of Wunjo would be joy. Feel free to draw something that reminds you of joy or just write the word next to the picture that you drew of this room. Some meanings for this first rune are happiness, laughter, and good news. Happiness, laughter, good news. Happiness, laughter, and good news. So look at these meanings. Is there an image that pops into your head when you read these words? If so, go ahead, draw them, or feel free to doodle whatever image comes into your mind.
So our next rune from this grouping is Fahu, spelled F-E-H-U, Fahu. It looks like a capital letter F, but the top of the vertical line will extend beyond the two horizontal lines. Your two horizontal lines should also be drawn in a diagonal direction extending upwards toward the right-hand side of your paper. I hope that makes sense. The symbol for this rune is cattle, or in other words, possessions. Again, if a picture or an image comes into your mind for the symbol of this rune, go ahead and draw that now. Or you can just simply write the word cattle or possessions. Now, meanings for this rune might be wealth, abundance, and prosperity. There are other meanings. Well, the meanings I want you to write down are wealth, abundance, prosperity. One last time. Wealth, abundance, prosperity. Again, look at these meanings. Feel free to draw whatever images go with them or, you know, just simply help you identify with this particular rune. The third rune that we're covering from Freya's Ayet, which is actually our second to last rune, is Uraz, spelled U-R-U-Z. It looks similar to a lowercase n. Your beginning vertical line, which is on your left, will be longer than the vertical line on the right side. The line that connects the two together will go in a downwards diagonal direction from the top of your first vertical line. The symbol for this rune is oryx. I'll spell that for you. A U R O C H S. Now you may be wondering, well, what's an auric? Aurics are ox or bison. Feel free to go ahead, draw that symbol however you like. Or again, as I've previously stated, you can simply write the word. Oryx, 
and maybe in parentheses put oxen or bison. Some of the characteristics for uras include strength, challenge, fearless, unavoidable change, strength, challenge, fearless, unavoidable change. Again, strength, challenge, fearless, unavoidable change. Feel free to draw any images you associate with these meanings onto your paper. Our final rune, which will actually conclude Freya's ayat, is Thurisaz, spelled T-H-U-R-I-S-A-Z. Thursas looks like a capital D, but the vertical line will be longer at both the top and the bottom The symbol is Thor's hammer or a thorn. Feel free to draw one of those two or both. Or again, just leave them as written words on your paper. Thor's hammer or thorn for the symbol. Meanings for this rune can be protection, generosity, fighting back, and obstacles overcome. Protection, generosity, fighting back, obstacles overcome. Protection, generosity, fighting back, obstacles overcome. Any images that come into your mind with those meanings or characteristics, go ahead and add them now to your paper. Now remember, you don't have to add them now or if you don't have time to add all of the images that pop into your head with uh, this rune because you have the meanings written on your paper you can always go back and write them or, sorry and draw them at a later time 
You have now successfully completed all of Freya's Ayette, and you should have a total of eight rooms in your correspondence journal for reference. If you missed the first lesson on runes, which I covered the first half of Freya's Ayette, you can always find it at cauldronfm.podbean.com. Go to episode two of Raven's Circle. We are also on iTunes in the podcasts. Future episodes of Raven's Circle, we will cover the runes in Hagal and Tears Ayats. I hope you have enjoyed today's lesson. We have just about reached the end of this edition of Raven's Circle. We will round out the show with some relaxing deep breathing. So go ahead, sit yourself in a comfortable position or lay on your back on the floor. While the music is playing, I want you to deeply breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth for a count of five, just as you did during the welcome ritual. Try to notice how your chest rises and falls with each breath that you take. When you exhale, any tensions you may have had will leave your body, putting you into a more relaxed state. Golly. 
This brings us to the end of today's show. I would like to thank each of the singers and songwriters who have graciously given me their permission to use their music during the show. I would also like to thank Cauldron FM and Moonshadow Media for hosting Raven Circle. Finally, a big thank you to everyone who has tuned in I hope you'll be tuning in again. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or you just want to say hi, please feel free to leave a comment directly below the link for this show on the Cauldron FM website, cauldronfm.podbean.com, or contact me directly via email at raven.com hps at hotmail.com. I'd love to hear from all of you. For Raven Circle and Cauldron FM, I'm your host, Raven Moonshadow, wishing you all love and light on your journey. Blessed be.